0: If you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella.
1: A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I am happy that you tuned in. Okay, today's informative, exciting show, yeah, rates, real estate, and recession. And to shed some light on this is the award-winning mortgage loan consultant from the Loan Depot. Yeah, that's Pat Canone. And then, dual agency, what really is this? Well, on the show this morning is the premier realtor. Actually, he's number one at At Properties in Downers Grove. Yeah, Slav Polinski. And also, interest rates, great topic. Oh, my gosh. In studio is the expert realtor and MBA. Uh, Robert Montano from REMAX Partners. And then me, Randy Barcella. I'm going to dispel some myths versus reality about appraisals. FHA, VA, conventional, and versus home inspections. Don't forget, we're live, everybody. 312-642-5600. This is not one of those uh, nationally syndicated recorded shows. We are your local show with your local hosts from the area. And, uh, yes, we do have a packed house again today with a lot of valuable information. So get a paper and pencil ready. Don't forget... Our number 312-642-5600. Pat Canone. Good morning.
2: Good morning, everyone. How are you, Randy? Fantastic. Wow, great. Great rates, great. real hey, estate, and recession. I don't think things are as yeah. bad
1: as the media is portraying. By the way.
2: Oh no, that's the theme of our show: dispelling the myths. And you know, the driving forces affecting us are rates, recession, and uh, real estate. Oh my! Let's talk about this. The current marketplace, obviously, inflation is the big buzzword. However, we've started to see a little bit of improvement there. Uh, we've seen um, the inflation numbers that came in earlier this week, and they've gone down from uh, the peak of 9.1% down to 8.5%. While that may not sound like much, we're hopeful that we have peaked. Because as we all know, especially those of us that have been in the industry for a while, inflation is the arch enemy of mortgage rates. Uh, The reason this is is because the receiver of those mortgage payments, the lender and or its mortgage servicer, typically are receiving it over a long period of time. And it's a fixed time period. When inflation hits, it makes money cost more over time. So that fixed payment purchases or its purchasing power is less and less as time goes on. So we, the only way that a lender can combat that, and that's what we saw earlier in the year with the rapid rise in interest rates, is by raising interest rates so that they can keep pace with inflation. But what about the Fed? This is counterintuitive, Randy, and we saw this two weeks ago when the Fed, Fed increased the Fed funds rate by three quarters of a percent. Immediately, folks think that mortgage rates are gonna go up, but actually what happened, we started to see mortgage rates go down a bit. And that's, um, the reason for that is because the industry now knows that the Fed is serious about combating inflation, meaning that maybe, going back to what I stated earlier, we may have already peaked with inflation. So the Fed is also reducing the uh, buyback of mortgage-backed security, and this was also putting pressure on interest rates. Now, the other buzzword that everyone's talking about, everyone's talking about, is recession. So, you know, recession is probably um, on the horizon. It's around the corner. We've already started to see two consecutive quarters of uh, back-to-back decline in gross domestic product GDP. Um, However, one of the other indicators that indicates recession is unemployment, and we have yet to see unemployment start to tick up. It has ticked up in certain industries, but not everywhere. But, you know, if we go back to what a recession means for interest rates, we have to go back and take a look at a bit of history. Some of us remember the, uh, the 70s and 80s. During the, early, the late 70s and early 80s, Paul Volcker had to combat inflation, which was running rampant. And we're talking about inflation rates of up to 14%. And what he did to combat that inflation was raise interest rates to as high as 18%. So can you imagine if that were to occur today? I was there. I was there (laughs) in those days. Yeah, it was crazy. When the Fed got serious and Paul Volcker got serious, what we started to see was uh, by getting serious, he raised the Fed funds rate to 20 percent. And those of us remember those days, uh, it wasn't fun. But then beyond that, what happened was inflation responded accordingly and it dropped from 14 percent down to 5 percent. And mortgage rates dropped from 18% to 12%, which those of you that listen on this show know, 12% was my first mortgage rate. But oftentimes, during this period of time, we start to see inflation hit the economy as well. So um, the next area that we saw was the 90s. In the 90s, we had Alan Greenspan, and he too had to combat inflation. Uh, inflation rose to 3.5%, not nearly at, to the levels that we are today, but mortgage rates went up to 8.5% back then. But when the Fed responded, inflation responded accordingly, and he was able to drop inflation down to 1%. Now, each of these were uh, did lead to a recession, and the recession did cause the uh, stock market to go down. But, you know, when we see that the Fed is serious about Combating inflation, history looks positive longer term. So now Jerome Powell. Yes, sir. You know what? I uh, don't see any
1: grave danger here at all to worry about in the real estate industry and with interest rates. Because the last time we had, we we were booming in this market for almost three years. And the rates started creeping up a few months ago. However, the last time it was booming really big was 2004, 5, 6, 7. At the peak in 2007, uh, you reminded us on a few other shows that interest rates during that boom of two thousand and seven were six and a half so it's it's a great deal still at six and a half and i'm I'm telling you as an appraiser now if you're thinking about holding yeah. off till rates come down, forget about it. The the, the property values are going to continue to go up. And five years from now, it's going to be a lot more value in that property that you're thinking of buying than now. So why wait? And here's the deal. Buy now, even if the rates are in the sixes, it doesn't matter. Within a year or two, I hope, which always happens, the rates are going to come down to a refinance. But the property values, I know this is an appraiser. The property values continue to go up. So now's the time to buy.
2: Randy, you hit the nail right on the head. You're absolutely correct. You know, there's an old saying that Mark Twain said years and years ago. While history may not repeat, it certainly rhymes. And we have history to show, just like you've shared with us, that uh, even though we may be during a period of higher interest rates, historically, historically, we are actually still below the median level of interest rates that our parents paid for mortgages back in the day. Um, so to your point, even though we may be experiencing a little bit of pain right now, Recessions have always have always led to higher housing prices over time. Again, counterintuitive. And that's the myth that uh, the media, a lot in the media, folks in the media like to spread, that a recession is bad for real estate. Actually, while we all are obviously concerned, anybody losing their job, but over time, a recession leads to a cleansing of the economy, and the economy every single time has grown faster and better. After one of these periods. Of time and Pat, yes, sir.
1: Do you know that uh, the housing market goes on no matter what? There, there's no, the world doesn't stop turning no matter what uh, the year is. A billion years ago, a million years from now, now the earth is going to continue to rotate and travel around the sun. The real estate market is going to continue to move on. The elderly people are passing away and the newlyweds are coming in the business. Houses yeah. are going to sell no matter
2: what. Yeah. And our our, uh, realtors on the program today can attest to this. Uh, To your point, Randy, I mean, millennials, we are actually uh, we're going to have a boom of millennials entering the uh, purchasing uh, timeline right now that we've never seen before. So we have more people out there looking for homes, less homes being sold. And to your point, a lot of us boomers have not Moved out of our primary residences. So now there is a shortage of supply, which is indicative of what we are seeing in the inventory. And this is completely different than what it was during the bubble years. The bubble years, you basically could fog a mirror and get a loan. And that's not the case today. Today, every consumer has to go through and has to demonstrate their ability to pay. We don't no longer offer no income, no. Asset no, no job type loans. You have to be able to qualify. Pet. And if we go back to the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, every single time we've had a recession, prices went up. Hey, Counterintuitive. Pat? Yes. How can
1: somebody get a hold of you for this great information? It's just amazing oh, what man. you're sharing with us today.
2: Uh, you know, the future is so bright for the housing industry, folks. You've got to dispel what's happening out there with the media and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. Uh, You can always reach me at 630-965-8138, 630-965-8138, or at patcanone.com, that's C-A-N-N-O-N-E. Join
1: us. Yeah, don't forget. Uh, we're coming up to a quick break here, but you don't want to miss this next segment. The number one premier realtor from At Properties, Downers Grove. Yeah, Slav Polinski talking about dual agency. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and this is Real
0: Estate Revealed. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. it's, so good, it's so good.
1: And it's always so good to be with you every Sunday morning. Good morning, America. And yes, I do dance in the studio. Oh, my God. Do we not play the best music of any radio show? You're listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And thank you all again so much for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we are not here week after month after year. And uh, I love this topic. Uh, the number one premier realtor from Ad Properties Downers Grove is Slav Polinski. And he's going to be talking about dual agency. And uh, so many people are confused about dual agency. They don't even know what it is. But Slav, I know you're going to share some great information with us and educate us. Good morning, Slav.
3: Good morning, Randy. Another beautiful day here in chicago isn't it? It is. Well, uh, in most, most uh, real estate uh, transactions or negotiations, buyers have their realtor that represents them and their best interest, and sellers have their own realtor that represents them and their best interest. What happens, though, if both the buyer and seller are being represented by the same real estate agent? Is it good? Is it bad? Is it even legal? So I wanted to cover dual agency uh, in the time we have today. And first of all, let's talk about the legality of it. Uh, Please, you know, check the laws in your area because they do vary. There are actually eight states in the United States where uh, dual agency is not permitted at all. Here in Illinois, it is permitted as long as both parties agree to it. And typically that is in writing. Uh, when I sit down with my sellers and we go over our listing agreement, it's an, uh, that clause is right there in the listing agreement. It talks about dual agencies, uh, a little bit about the pros and cons of it, and whether the sellers do agree uh, to uh, dual agency. Now, you'll find out further along in this conversation, but I tell my sellers that uh, my business practice is not to do dual agency. I am there to represent only them uh, and their behalf. So, but let's talk about this. Are there any uh, pros or good things about dual agency? So one of the things that sure it could help with is better communication because you have one agent handling both sides, right? The the buyer and the seller, there's no loss of communication. Uh, one of the Frustrating things that could happen in any sale is when one realtor is not responding uh, to the other one, as far as keeping things up to date on you know what's going on with the mortgage, what's going on with the home inspection, and so forth. That does cut out that portion of you know the equation. There is also the question about possible savings. Uh, so in dual agency and why some realtors love the concept is they will get both sides of the commission because the seller does pay the commission for both the uh, listing agent and the co-op agent or the buy agent. And if one agent is representing both sides, they get both sides of the commission. And now, so on, yes.
1: We were talking about this before the break, and it's really cool that you brought it up. Um, and sometimes there's a better deal because you may lower your commission. To four and a half instead of six if you got the both sides of the deal
3: correct you know that is so that is the potential but on the flip side when I talk about what you can't do in dual agency that might negate that little the potential of a slight savings because in dual agency uh, the agent cannot uh, give any kind of uh, Advice, specific advice on, uh, you know, what price to come in for the buyer, what to suggest and can't tell the seller how to counter offer. All they could do is by law transfer information and let both the buyers and sellers make up their own mind on how to negotiate. So, us as real estate professionals, and uh, whether it be uh, realtors or mortgage professionals, we do this all the time. We do this every day. We're on top of the market. We know what's going on. For most buyers and sellers, this is something they do just maybe once in a lifetime or maybe just you know, a couple times in a lifetime. So they don't know. They can't know all the options available to them. And so if a seller, let's just say, doesn't know what the market is because and how to counteroffer a buyer's offer, are they really selling their home for the greatest amount of price that they possibly could? Are they leaving money on the table that would be more than the possible savings they had on the other side? Does that make sense? Absolutely. You're giving me an education here. Yeah, so the, 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 the tricky thing about this is, you know, there is a conflict of interest. Um, <clears throat> one of the misconceptions for buyers, and especially with first-time home buyers that I come across, is when I talk to them, I ask them, you know, how they've been searching for homes up to this point. They say, so, well, we've been looking on different websites, right? And I'm not going to mention there's plenty of them out there. Uh, and they've been contacting the listing agent. And I said, why have you been doing that? And they said, well, you know, we feel that that listing agent might have more information on the home which is true. However, there is confidential information that the sellers want to keep confidential that that listing agent is not allowed to tell those buyers. And again, that listing agent is representing the seller because they are paying their commission. And so a, a trained realtor could get all the information necessary in getting the best price for the buyers. Nice. Yes. And so that's another thing, you know, one thing I I recommend to all buyers is number one, when you're talking to an agent, uh, ask them about their policy of dual agency. If you're walking into an open house, find out whether that agent is the actual listing agent or if they have a representative at the home. And if it is the listing agent, if they are truly interested in the house, how are they going to handle a dual agency? And I think every buyer or seller, once they understand the pros and cons of dual agency, have to make the best choice hey, for themselves.
1: Yes. Once you're once you're presenting uh, everything as you do as a professional, uh, both you know all the options available. But isn't there paperwork that they have to sign when they take when you take a listing that you agree to it or don't agree to it?
3: Exactly, and that's what I mentioned that. Uh, when I do uh, a listing presentation with my clients and we go over the listing paperwork, it's on there right there, whether they agree to it or not. And I tell them that I don't, uh, that is not part of my business practice at a dual agency because I want to represent them because uh, not only in the negotiation of the price, but any home inspection issues that come up, I'm in their corner yes. to make sure they're fully represented. Cause that's another yes. thing in dual agency that we have. It's a fine line. We can't advise on what to do with any kind of home inspection issues that come up on either side. So both the buyers and sellers are pretty much on their own in making these decisions.
1: Fantastic. And um, now, this is really great information. And, and what I also like about you, too, and I'm so happy that you're a big part of the show, you, you, you give a lot of valuable information and content to the audience, but I every single day I log on to Facebook and LinkedIn, I see Slav. You should be an actor. You've got videos going every <laughs> single day. They're funny. They're informative. They're, You've you got yourself out there. And, and now that you're a big part of Real Estate Revealed on AM560, um, now you're going to have double the v- videos, but half of the videos now are going to be inside the big station on the big st- uh, studio here, AM560, Real Estate Revealed. So I, I really love what you're doing and what you're talking about.
3: Well, I appreciate that, Randy. And the key is the love. I love what I'm doing as well, and that's why I love putting out content for uh, buyers and sellers, general public out there, so they are aware of you know the the important issues or uh, uh, intricacies of buying and selling.
1: And slab. How can somebody get a hold of you? Because I know, you know, like all of us today, this is a live show and I'm working today. Mm -hmm. If anybody needs me, Slav's working today. Everybody on the show is working today. So how'd they get a hold of you?
3: Absolutely, get hold of me seven days a week, uh, 630-624-9615, again, 630-624-9615, or at com.
1: Fantastic, or everybody, get out to the website, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V is in Victor, eale com. There's the email websites, testimonies, biographies, of- Photo, I mean, there's just everything on the website realestaterevealed.com. Also, if you want to get to Facebook today. Right now, I have videos of people in the studio. The co-host, yeah. Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. And uh, you know what? i got to thank you all again so much for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we are not here week after month after year. And I'm so excited, everybody, uh, because of you. This is our 15th year. This is one of the longest-running real estate mortgage shows in the Midwest. And uh, we are so happy and excited that you're a part of the show. And keep sending us your texts, your emails, your phone calls about what you want us to talk about because this is your show and this is what we do each week. Research all the information that you need to hear about and dispel the myths versus reality uh, moving forward. Hey, we're coming up to a quick break, but you can't miss this next section here. We're going to talk about interest rates, and in the studio is the expert realtor and MBA, yeah, Roberto Montaño from Remax Partners. We'll be right back. Take your path.
0: Show sure to answer your questions about the real estate market. Real Estate Revealed with Randy I can't
2: stop with you
1: Ain't nobody leaving here. Good morning, America, and welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcelli, your show host. And don't forget, we're live. Yeah, this is your local show with your local host. This is never one of those nationally syndicated shows. We're here with you every Sunday morning. 312 642 5600. Yeah, that's our number. 312 642 5600. Hey, interest rates, it's a big topic. And But as an appraiser, I haven't seen a big deal uh, with uh, the interest rates affecting the purchases or the selling. But who am I to talk about this? I'm not because uh, the expert himself is in the studio, Robert Montano, MBA and real estate broker with Remax Partners. He's got a lot of information to share with us about interest rates. Good
4: morning, Roberto. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, everybody out there. Uh, And and Roberto's bilingual, so uh, (laughs) buenos dias, everybody. Si, senor. Buenos dias. I don't speak Polish, but good morning to my friends out there. Um, Listen, I'm really excited to talk about a traditional market and how we're getting back into a more traditional market. Things were out of whack for a while. It was a seller's market, and we had a bunch of silly stuff. We had people waving inspections. We had... Uh, people paying 10% over the asking price, and that's not good for anybody. You know, um, we, we, we needed an adjustment in the interest rate. And at the end of the day, what happens is we're trying to buy and sell at a fair market price. So what does that mean? Well, national median home prices in June hit 416000 That's a bit rich. That's 13% more than last year. And so that can't go on forever and ever and ever, right? We can't expect that the price of a home will double every five years. That just, that, that's not good for anybody. So when the Fed raised rates a little bit, what does that do? Well, that interest rate on the 10-year bond eventually trickles into the mortgage rates. We were paying about 3%. It's about double that now. And depending on your credit, you're going to pay anywhere between 55 and maybe even 7%. But you know what? The show must go on. The mo- In the 80s, people were paying double digits and not bl- not batting an eye. Because uh, I'll give you a quick story. Yesterday, I went to a wedding. Beautiful couple. They love each other. They're, they're doing household formation. Are they checking the rates? You know what? <laughs> the funny thing is, they're both loan officers. They did check the rates. And what did they do? They decided to move forward. They're experts, but they love each other. And what's more important than love? The Fed will raise the lower rates they'll probably raise it again but at the end of the day families are being born kids are moving away and the market goes on the show must go on and you need a realtor to help you with that so that's why we're here
1: absolutely and like I had always said too as an appraiser that house that you're thinking about buying now, but you're saying, no, I'm not going to buy now because oh, yeah. the interest rates are too high. Guess what? <laughs> Five years from now, that house pre- will have appreciated a lot because this year, right now, and next year, re- your house values are going to continue to go up. So, as an appraiser, I'm telling you, buy now. The rates are a little higher than you want, but guess what? The rates are going to come back down and refinance when you get a chance.
4: Right, absolutely. So, you know, you want to secure the property now. Um, property, re- real property, is got the most. Tax advantages of any other asset class that you could possibly be into, you could throw your money to the mar- money into the market what 's going on with the market? who knows, but I can tell you that over any ten year period real estate has been a good investment so that that 's pretty much what i got to say if you 're looking to buy if you 're looking to sell, make a decision what 's good for you, and whatever the sky is falling, people are telling you that 's not really what 's going on you 're going to get a great price. If you've got a great realtor on both sides of the equation, and we're happy to help with either of those.
1: And I've seen a lot of people buying on what's my payment going to be.
4: You know, the difference in payment between five and a half and six might not be that big deal. Not only that, <laughs> you, you, what might be a bigger factor might be the PMI. People need to remember it's, it's principle, it's interest, it's taxes, insurance. And if you're not doing 20%, it's also that, that, that PMI. So, you know, let's talk about fixing the credit and, and maybe that gets you a better rate. Let's talk about a bigger down payment. You put down more, there's, there, there's zero interest on the money you already paid. And what's PMI? Oh, so that's, let me describe what it is before I tell you exactly the, the technical phrase for it. PMI is basically something that the buyer pays to an insurance company in the case that they default on that loan. And so it protects the bank. Believe it or not, you're paying to protect the bank. Um, so if you're less than 20% down, most people are putting 5% down or 35 you get PMI. You pay a little bit more on the mortgage payment. Now, your credit affects that a lot. Oh. So y- it's a big deal. It could be anywhere from, say, 50 bucks to 150 bucks. could be 200 bucks, And that's big, big. On, on, it's a big problem. Um, when you do the FHA, it sticks with you for the life of the loan into your refi. On the conventional, it doesn't. So, you know, you got to get some good coaching on this before you make that big lifelong decision, because PMI will be with you a lot longer than the interest rates will be. So I focus on that.
1: Yeah, so interest rates are not as big. I mean, it does matter. But in the big picture of things, you were just telling me the whole cycle of homeownership, buying and selling, goes on the last 100 years. Uh, The elderly people are passing on, and the newlyweds are coming back in the market like you just were at the wedding yesterday. So um, I wouldn't be too concerned... um, you know, let's say the rates did go from 4.5 to 6.75 or something. You're buying less of a house than you ideally wanted to, but the property values are going to continue to go up. And I've got a couple more questions to ask Roberto Montaño. He's MBA, yeah, real smart realtor from uh, Remax Partners. I'm Randy Barcelli, your show host. Thank you so much for making Real Estate Revealed Radio Show your Sunday habit. Um, yeah, thank you so much. And have you been out to the website, realestaterevealed.com? We've got a lot of new information on there. R E V E A L E D.com, realestaterevealed.com. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella.
1: It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual to have fun And it's with not anyone. unusual for us to have a lot of fun with our audience in the show. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited <laughs> to be with you. Roberto Montano is dancing here. I thought it was the only one on the it. show that dances. He's dancing with me. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, he was talking about interest rates. And just, I wanted him to recap what he was talking about. It's really valuable information to help our audience know that it's okay to buy now.
4: So, Randy, not only is it okay to buy now, this is a great chance to buy because you're getting a break. The runaway prices, I've got, they pumped the brakes. This is a time for you to think about pulling the trigger. Well,
1: oh, I like that. Runaway prices have slowed down now. They, I love absolutely.
4: it. Absolutely. And, and you know what? The, the jobs market's great. Like, people have jobs. Like, I, you know, wages are going up. Um, and, and the house of prices are going up. You could have bought this same house that you're thinking about buying now a year ago for 10%, 15% less. So why are you paying an extra 25, dollars $30,000? Well, just because you didn't want to pull the trigger. Find yourself good advice. Get yourself a realtor. Get yourself- well,
1: that's what I want to ask you. How could somebody call you today? Because this is not a recorded show. We're that's live. Right. We're that's going right. back to work 9.05 as soon as we get out of the studio. How can somebody get a hold of you?
4: I'm at 773 Zero two three eight. That's one seven, more time on the number seven seven three seven four four zero two three eight. Do you have a website? I'm at WrigleyRealtor.com. I'm a Cubs fan. Oh, I love it, WrigleyRealtor.com. <laughs> That's me. That's me. Yeah.
1: Also, too, uh, I want you to get out to the our our uh, show website, RealEstateRevealed.com. R-E-V as in Victor. E-A-L-E-D dot com. Just a lot of great, fabulous information, biographies, testimonies, photo galleries. I have a free library of the last two years of shows on there, too. Just some great information. And don't forget, we've got a lot of bilingual real estate agents, and uh, real estate brokers on the show. Roberto Montano here. Uh, he's They call him the mayor of Pilsen, and he's bilingual. He speaks fluent Spanish. Uh, we also have Alex Corona speak Spanish, too. We've got Slav Polinski. He was just on the show earlier and he speaks Polish, so we are really uh, a lot of diversity on our show. So, hey, speaking of diversity on the show, um, a lot of people I tell I talk about this all the time, and everybody calls me after the show, Randy. I didn't know this, and I living yeah. Urban myth appraisals here. I'm going to share with you. Um, I'm afraid to go FHA. I'm not going to sell my house FHA because everybody knows that when you go FHA, there's an FHA inspector comes out and the FHA inspector is going to call for a lot of repairs. Okay. This is urban myth, everybody. I talk about this every month, but I still have real estate brokers and loan officers, and I have general public calling me. Randy, uh uh-uh, FHA, no. 25 years ago, FHA HUD came out to the uh, Sheraton and Lyle. There was about... 380, almost 400 people there. And 25 years ago, they said, we are no longer in the calling for repair business. If your house complies with local building and zoning codes and there's no health and safety concerns, all the utilities on, it's at least an average condition and livable, you're okay. See, prior to 25 years ago, FHA did have a checklist of repairs. It's gone. 25 years, it's gone. Um, so it's urban myth. And I remember I did a appraisal on a townhouse, real nice townhouse, two stories, and um, after it was sold, uh, the people moved in, and the lady called me back a month and a half later. Randy Barcella, yeah, I got a bone to pick with you. I said, what? They said, well, a couple of the switches on the outlet and the, the jets in the Whirlpool in the master bedroom didn't. Um, primary bathroom. You can't call it master anymore. It's primary. My mistake. Um but the jets weren't working, an electrical outlet. I says, well, did you get a home inspection done? She says, no, I went FHA, and FHA is protects me, and they're going to look out for me. I said, no, that's urban myth. You see, FHA is, does not guarantee that the house is free from defects or, or repairs. You have to get a home inspection, everybody. Once you buy a house, you've got a certain amount of time to get a home inspection done. Get it done, because the home inspector knows all of village zoning, uh, everything about it and so there's a lot of appraisers that are calling for a lot of repairs and they're not even in the HUD 4000.1 guideline handbook so if an appraiser calls for 3456 whatever appraisals um 9 out of 10 of these are not in the HUD manual. They're, they know they're going to get away with it because they want to come back to your house from what I heard for a reinspection fee of $125. So let's say, you know, VA appraisals are 550, FHAs might be 450, 475. Anyhow, they work the appraisers work for an appraisal management company and they pay the appraiser 3 and a quarter. So, the appraiser knows he's, he or she is going to get, a, get away with calling for repairs that are not in the handbook and they're going to go back out for $125 reinspection fee. So, you have to ask the appraiser as a realtor, as a seller, a loan officer, if the copy and paste, ask the appraiser to copy and paste, send it to you, the sentences or the paragraph in the HUD 4000.1 ha, ha, guideline that says you have to do those repairs and you're going to do them. Absolutely. But I've had somebody call me, a mortgage company, uh, a couple months ago. Randy, go out and do the final inspection. The appraiser's not on our list anymore. I said, what was it? Well, the appraiser called for scraping and priming and repainting the shed, which was five years old. Okay, people, there is no lead-based paint on this place. There is no lead-based paint since 1978. Uh, So a lot of appraisers are calling for peeling paint in the last 10, 5, 10, 15, 20 years. That's not a health and safety issue. If it was built before 1978, yeah, it's a big deal. You must remediate all the lead-based paint. Um, But, Randy, you know, you're going to call for GFI outlets, kitchen and bathroom, and smoke alarms on each level. No. Uh, FHA will remove the appraiser from the approved appraiser list if an appraiser calls for uh, smoke and carbon monoxide alarms each level because... They're saying, as an appraiser, you're you're enforcing state law, and we're not, and we can't. Uh, GFCI outlets, um, that may be a village code. I've had home inspectors tell me, yeah, Randy, the village says you have to put GFCI outlets in the kitchen and bathroom. But if I go in a house and I see 3 prong outlets and a 100-amp service, and it's grounded, that's okay with me. FHA does not require that. Um, i got a few more points I want to share with you about uh, the myths versus reality on appraisals. Uh, I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. Uh, thank you again, everybody, so much for making us your Sunday habit. Without you, we are not here week after month after year. Have you been out to the website? A lot of new things on there. Uh, realestaterevealed.com R-E-V is in Victor E-A-L-E-D dot com. We'll be right back. Real Estate Revealed.
0: To real estate revealed with your host Randy Barcella.
1: Welcome back, America, to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and thank you so much for making us your Sunday habit every week. We enjoy bringing valuable content and information to you to make your life stress-free going through this market. Um, just to recap what I talked about, and I, I do this every other month because I get phone calls and texts right after each show. Urban myth. If you go FHA, a lot of people think that FHA is going to send an FHA inspector out, and they're going to call for a lot of repairs. There is no FHA inspector. There hasn't been an FHA inspector for 26 years. That's urban myth. And if you're getting a lot of repairs called for by an appraiser, you need to You call me if you want, and I'll tell you which ones are valid or not. 708. 708- Eight seven zero ninety four hundred seven zero eight eight seven zero ninety four hundred. If you're questioning the repairs, um, just uh, ask the appraiser. Copy and paste the sentences in the HUD four thousand point one guideline that says you have to do those repairs, and you're certainly going to do them because we all certainly want to. Uh, if your house is in at least average condition, livable, all the utilities are on, there's no health and safety issues, then it's fine. Here's where I will call for repairs. I'm walking up to the house. The shingles are curling on the roof. Some are falling off. I go to the second floor. The ceiling tiles are brown and yellow. It looks like a bad roof, and I'll report that. Um, I go in the basement. There's no furnace or hot water tank. Yeah, you got to have that. I'll call for that. If it's flooding in the basement or large horizontal cracks in the basement foundation, yeah, I'm going to call for that. Um, It's got to be health and safety concerns. And like I said, um, there's a lot of repairs calling for peeling paint the last this year, last year, the last 10, 15, 20. It's not. Uh, there is no lead based paint being, you can't manufacture, produce lead based paint, you can't sell it. But if it was before 1978, that's a big deal. You must remediate lead based paint from a home. And so, uh, like I said, if the house is in, and then somebody says to me, hey, Randy, you know, that FHA appraisal is different than conventional appraisal. And then the, FHA, the VA is also different. No. FHA and VA and conventional appraisals go on the same form. It's called the HUD. It's called 1004 form. That's a residential appraisal report. And Fannie Mae has the same guidelines. You you can't go as is um, on, on a conventional deal. It has to also be livable and at least average condition, all utilities on and no health and safety concerns. So the FHA and the uh, VA and the FHA, VA, and conventional appraisals—they all go on the same form. They all comply with the same rules and regulations. And so, get rid of the urban myth. And I want—I want—if you're listening as a realtor, I come out to real estate offices and do real estate office uh, question and answer services and sessions. And I do the updates. And I also go to home buyer, uh I'll do a homebuyer seminar. I go to mortgage companies and update them on everything. So if you want updates on uh, appraisals, myths versus reality, I, I'm, I'm certainly going to um, help you. That's what I would love to do. 708-870-9400. Get out to the website, realestaterevealed.com. Hey, i got to thank the other co-hosts who are not here, but they'll be here next week. Vince Arricchio, the premier commercial and residential attorney. Paula Avenham, realtor from Caldwell Bank or Highland Park. Alex Corona and Jamie Burks, the broker owners of Corona Realty, Liz Todorovic, financial coach from Legacy Wealth, uh, Wealth. Chikika Williams, family nurse practitioner and owner of Sky Rose Rejuvenation and Spa, and of course, um, Pete Weldon, our great producer here at AM560, The Answer Um, And if you missed any part of today's show, get out to the website tomorrow because I've got the podcast playing over and over again and photo gallery and videos. Yeah. Um, I always like to finish the show with inspirational quotes because you know me on Facebook. I do it all the time. Here's one. If you feel like you're losing everything, remember trees lose their leaves every year and they still stand tall and wait for better days to come. And you know what? Psychology says the less you care about what others think of you, the happier you will be. Oh, amen to that. And guess what, everybody? One smile can start a friendship. One word can end a fight. One look can save a relationship. And one person can change your life. Amen. And you know what? Health does not always come from medicine and drugs, everybody. Most of the time, it comes from peace of mind, peace in heart, peace of soul. It comes from laughter and love. And here's one final one, everybody. Sometimes you just need to relax and remind yourself that you're doing all that you can and everything is going to turn out just fine. Be well, everybody. Make it a great week. And I can't wait to see you here next Sunday morning on AM 560, The Answer. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. And tell someone each day that you love them.
0: Love is-